Bubba. Hello and welcome to the local side of Key West. I'm your host Kelly and with me always is Keith. What up? And this week we're interviewing Kimberly Bryan about all the festivals in January. Mile Zero, Rock Island, and of course the Key Western. Let's go. All right, y'all. Happy Tuesday slash Wednesday slash Friday. I don't like doing that. I got to figure it out. Happy podcast day. Happy local side of Key West day. I mean, yeah. What is it? Happy Key West day. (laughs) So this week, wait, do I talk about? Yeah. This week, I'm super excited because, you know, we don't really do a lot of interviews, but sometimes I find people that I just really want to talk to about it. And uh, Kimberly is the marketing person for Mile Zero Festival, Rock Island Festival, and the Key Western. And if you guys watched everything that we did last year, you saw a lot of all three festivals. And maybe if you're coming because you saw anything off of our stuff, let me know. Or if you're coming to Key West just to go to the festivals, let me know. Because they were a lot, a lot of fun. And, you know, we're going to try to hit all the festivals this year, but... We're going to do our best. Not sure we can afford all of them, but we're going to try. <laughs> I know we're going to do Rock Island. That's our jam right there. So, yeah. um, Anyway, how was your week, Keith? Awesome. Awesome? What did you do Today this week? Today was even better. No. What did you do this week? <laughs> I'm not allowed to just talk about <laughs> yes. what I want to talk about. i okay. got to talk about the entire week. No. I had a couple sandbar trips. rented a bunch of golf carts. Yes, but didn't you want to say something to somebody? Oh, well, it was your birthday, so happy birthday. <laughs> I wasn't talking about me. <laughs> I want to say thank you to the launchers. Here you go. Uh, they're amazing people. They came out with me on the sandbar. And just a- another great group of people from the podcast, I believe. I know they listen. Um, but they were just a pleasure to have out. You know, they were great talking to. They live in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina area. And uh, just really, really enjoyed them. Oh, I love them too. They're very nice. And did Alyssa listen too? No. Oh, okay. Alyssa found us on Facebook. I hope you push the podcast on Alyssa. If you're listening, hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry. I wasn't trying to make you say what I wanted you to say, but you wanted to say thank you to them. So. Uh, and, you know, it was my wife's birthday, so happy birthday. Well, thank you so much. I had an amazing birthday. Keith and I popped open a bottle of Laurent Perrier Grand Cyclet, which is like one of my absolute fancy. thank you which is one of my absolute favorite champagnes i can help you pick out the best champagne ever if i don't know mark knows but i'm really getting good with champagne for me anyway um, but that bottle is probably my favorite bottle of champagne of all times and i have had dom yeah it puts dom the same i like dom it puts dom Um, I saved my first bottle of Dom that was gifted to me from one of my clients, and I still have the bottle. It was very special. Anyway, so yeah, we had a a great birthday. We worked, and we hit the gym, which are (coughs) two things that I do love to do. And Keith and I had a lot of, like, quality time together without working. That sounds bad. (laughs) That's not what I mean. I mean, (laughs) we work together all the time, so it's nice just to sometimes watch TV together and do nothing. We ate... Oh, I made a charcuterie, and we had charcuterie and champagne for dinner. Not as fancy as the champagne was, but... Was, <laughs> what are you trying to say? It was charcuterie. I don't make charcuterie as good as my charcuterie girls. No, you don't. Oh, okay. It's fine. 
Well, I would hope you don't. I know. <laughs> Uh, but it, you know, I had a great birthday. So thank you for asking. And I have had a, a slower week. This is a slower month, so I'm ready for some business. Can't stand to be slow. It's annoying. It's not even just because of the money, which everybody's about money. No, I'm bored. But Kelly, she gets very uh, brain dead when she's not busy. <laughs> what do you mean? When you're not organized. You're out of sorts. You don't even. I know. You just your brain needs to stay busy. It does. I have that brain that needs to move all the time. And if it's not, I can't, I cannot just sit and watch TV. And there's nothing wrong with anyone that sits and watches TV, but I go crazy. I have to be busy. So what did we do today? What do you mean? What was our day? In? I'm brain dead. I forgot. Yeah. Kelly worked for a while today. <laughs> I worked for a little while today. I remember that. <clears throat> our intentions were to go to the gym today. Oh, you mean that part. I thought there was something else spectacular and we then, did today. So we delivered flowers. Wait, wait, real quick. We're doing the podcast in the car for a reason right now. Yep. So, but real quick, Kelly had to deliver some flowers I, to Jimmy Buffett's studio. I had a lot of people, a uh, few people hire me to run down to the um, flowers, uh, to the grocery store, pick up flowers and drop them off at um, Jimmy Buffett's studio. And I'm still definitely doing it if anybody wants to. I'm not charging my full fee, so... No. It's just something special. It's great. And I wouldn't charge anything, but I, it does cost my time. But Then we had, uh, so we went and did that, and then we were going to drop off some cards, because a good friend of ours that has a business here. Sissy at Nailtini. Sissy at Nailtini. For all your nail needs, if you need your nails done, go see <laughs> Sissy or Beth at Nailtini. And on our way there, Kelly was on the phone with a client, mm-hmm. and Keith uh, sees everything. Did you just talk about yourself in third person? I, Ew. I see everything. Kelly knows it. She hates it, loves it about me, whatever. And I looked over as I passed the bull and the whistle on the ball and saw something that looked familiar. So I made a U-turn. I made. A, I went around the block. And right across from uh, General, General, Horseplay. General Horseplay and that liquor store, <clears throat> there's a little bus stop. And right beside the bus stop was a white bicycle with oh, a purple oh, basket on it. Look at that. that. We had a white bicycle with a purple basket. It, what happened to that? We happened to have it again. Oh. So the, it was stolen from our property in case you guys so ago, just tuning in or, you know, forgot. So, you know, we're, your brain dead? Stock Island, basically, where we live. And this is downtown Key West. And somebody decided to have my bicycle. Right there on the fence line. Yeah. With all their crap in the basket. Yep, and now we have it. Well, yep. So I grabbed it, threw it in the back of the Jeep, and strapped the back door open because I couldn't get it far enough in. <laughs> now we went home and got the bicycle rack, and we're going back down to pick it up from where I put it. And here we go. And I don't mean to cut you off, but I'm hoping that our podcast isn't too long at this point, and yeah. we don't have to re-record this whole part to get shorter. Mm, okay. But yes. <laughs> I good, just thought good of it. Good day. It was a very good day. And now we're going to go into our interview with Kimberly. So enjoy it. And please tune in to learn about all the festivals happening in January. Hello. Hello. Well, hello there. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm wonderful. So we were just chatting about it being festival season. And why don't you introduce yourself and tell us what you do? Uh, my name is Kimberly Bryan. I am the director of marketing and media for 
three music festivals here in Key West. Um, we'll go, I guess, in order of when they happen. Rock Island Fest, uh, Mile Zero Fest, and Key Western Fest. Oh, man. I'm going to tell you what. Last year, we had a great opportunity to be able to be at all three. And it was so amazing. We had so much cool feedback from doing all our posts there and like videos and, you know, talking about it on the podcast last year. And we actually have people coming because of it this year. So we that's are, awesome. Yeah. So we are so happy to have you on because we literally never know what we're talking about. <laughs> so <laughs> it's nice to have a professional come and talk about exactly what everything is and, you know, and, and the dates and times and inform people who is coming. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of artists to keep up with, with three festivals back to back to back. Can't imagine. Oh, I have no idea how you do it. Uh, I don't keep, I keep notes. I keep, <laughs> I, I keep a lot of things written down so that I can remember. Um, especially because, you know, uh, Mile Zero Fest is in its seventh year. Rock Island is in its third. Key Western's in its second. So, you know, you're trying to keep up with not just this year's lineups, but you also have all the past year's lineups in your head as well. So, I find myself constantly going, wait, who's coming this year? Okay, wait, we got this person. No, that was last year. This is this year. And then, of course, we're in, the festivals are all in January of 2024. Yes. So we're already done with our festivals for this year, for 2023. So I confuse people sometimes. We've got in there, and I'm like, it's actually next year. It's 2024. It's kind of like, you know, uh, businesses have fiscal years that start in August and it gets, it gets a little uh, confusing sometimes because I know I, I just looked it up the other day to see what, if there was any lineup on online and I was like, 2023. I did the same thing. I'm like, no, we just like, saw this one. Right. And then I looked and it says, it's telling me about 2024. I'm like, <laughs> Oh shit, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, we always live. It's I think all of us kind of once, February and March get here. We're already in 2024, you know, <laughs> you're already working like, the next year. Yeah. I wrote a check today. Um, and for those young people, that's something that you write. You write <laughs> I wrote a check today and I had to write too, because I put, I put 2024 on the check already because that's what world I live in. That's so yeah, funny. Yeah. Don't think about that. So before we jump right into all the great festivals coming, I'd like to like let everyone get to know you a little bit. So why don't you tell us a little about you, kind of where you came from and how you got into this world of festivals, because I have a lot of people ask me about my business, like how I got into it and that they want to do it, you know, so a little pro and con and, you know, how you got into doing it. Oh, it's such a random story. Um, I'm from Texas. I grew up ranching on um, my family ranches. I grew up in the beef industry um, and pretty much everyone in my family mostly makes their living in agriculture. Um, I went to college, got a degree in political science and worked in um, state politics for a little bit. And then I started a photography business and started photographing bands and musicians. And then I started managing bands. And then I, that kind of all led to working for the festival. Um, when Kyle Carter, who is our founder and the boss man, uh, started Mile Zero Fest, he booked a band that I was managing at the time and it was a very brand new festival. He didn't really have it fully staffed yet. And I just started kind of helping with some of the marketing, you know, and worked myself into a job, uh, which is kind of a, it's a really big joke between Kyle and I, because I think 
Um, I'm, I'm a very blunt person. I don't sugarcoat things. And um, I guess some people might even say abrasive. I <laughs> can be. I'm married um, to that. And I, I think I was pretty much like, hey, I don't know who's doing your social media and your marketing, but they kind of suck. So here's some <laughs> stuff that you can post. And, um, so that's not the way I would suggest trying to get a job. If you're looking to try to get a job in the <laughs> festival world, it's not the smartest plan. It did, however, work for me. Um, and so I've been working with Kyle since, um, August, 2017, we had our first festival down here in 2018. And for a long time, none of us lived down here for three or four years. Um, nobody, none of us really lived down here full time. So we've all kind of slowly but surely migrated to the beautiful island of Key West. And I've been here, living here for three years now. Aww. I don't think that's random. It feels like a pretty, pretty good, well, not from beef to music, but it feels like a good transition <laughs> yeah. once you hit the music. Well, and, you know, my, bless my parents' heart, you know, they paid for that great college education in political science. And, you know, from the outside looking in, it doesn't really look like I use it, but I use it every day because, the music industry is very much, it's, it's just like politics, you know? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So this is a, what, couple months of a job or is it, how long? Is no, this for me, take? it's your, for me, it's year round. There's the, there, you know, obviously we bring in some people that just work for maybe two or three months of the year. Some just work for the festival, just for the, for the time that we're doing the festivals. They're here for maybe a month. Um, but there are the box office works year round. They also have other events that they are the box office for. And then uh, Michael Pull, our director of artist relations and Brandy Weaver, our director of sponsorship. We all three work year round because it is, you know, it's, it's very hard because you don't think it would be a year round thing. But we start, you know, we start selling in June most of the time and start announcing lineups over the summer. And there's a lot of prep work that goes into that. And then we're done mid-February. We all get a couple of weeks off where we really don't have to, you know, do a whole lot recaps. And But we also start a pre-registration process. So you can register for next year. You can put $100 down and lock in your spot. It's one of the things I love about all three festivals is that we really value continued support, you know, our alums that come back every year. So if you want to come to either any of these festivals, especially Mile Zero Fest because it's been going the longest, and you want to come Platinum VIP, your first year, you're more than likely not going to be able to do that because we give our returning guests first dibs on those. And one of the ways they get first dibs is they put a $100 deposit down um, for the next Excellent. year. And that locks in not only guaranteeing them a ticket, but it also locks in their pass level. So if they're platinum or if they're gold, it locks them in. So they're like, okay, I know I've got platinum. It's cool. And they don't have to worry about it. You know, they don't have to worry about waiting for the day it goes on sale and being the first one to get their passes. We really value those customers that come back and every year. And it's really become, Mile Zero Fest has definitely become a family. Um, I've heard the guests say it's kind of like a family reunion of strangers. And Rock Island, of course, in its third year is, is starting to become that way. And then, of course, we hope Key Western will be the same. I heard a lot of people say that last year. A lot of people were talking about they come back and they see people they haven't seen since the year before, you know. And they, yeah. they friends because of it. Well, I'm going, wait, when does this air? It airs Wednesday? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, well, then I'm, 
well, more it than likely, people, people understand what, what, how it works. Um, I'm, I will be attending some shows somewhere in the United States this next weekend. I'm not going to say where, because <laughs> it is a surprise for a couple of people. Um, and there's going to be a very large crowd of Mile Zero Festers there. Um, and they meet up at these other shows and they will, you know, they'll be at Red Rocks in California and Morrison, Col or not California, Colorado, sorry, in Morrison, Colorado. And they'll have a huge Mile Zero Fest meetup in the parking lot before show. So cool. Oh, that's so um, cool. So it's really become this family. You know, we, when we announce new artists that haven't been here before, we say, welcome to the family. Um, especially, you know, when I mess, when I'm talking to new customers, new attendees, it's a, you know, when you get here, welcome to the family. We, they encourage people. The fan group is amazing. They're so good. Um, people will come in and go, well, I was going to go, but my friends bailed and now I'm not going to go cause I'll be by myself. And they'll all chime in. Like you're never by yourself. Just yeah. come. You'll make, you'll make 20 new friends that will never leave you hanging again. You know, for sure. So it's, well, I think that's the thing I enjoy the most is the camaraderie mm -hmm. from the fans and and our artists, our artists. At, I love all of the artists and I love all the festivals, but I think throughout this interview, you'll hear me talk about Mile Zero Fest a lot. Obviously it's been going the longest, but it's my preferred music that I listen to. And those artists are all mostly independent artists. So there's just a different, it's a different, it's a little bit of a different vibe with the artists and they're so friendly and so welcoming. Brandy has said that before too. She definitely has. And we noticed it too because we had never been to mile zero because we didn't know the music we're like why are we gonna go if we don't know the music we went last year and now and even after talking to you we're looking forward to going to the mile zero fest this year because yeah when i hear know especially more. when i hear locals say well we don't know the music well that's why you go come learn come, <laughs> come, find, come find your new favorite band i know and we we didn't know any of the music and we were like dancing and like watching everyone have the best they had the best time we went to all three festivals sorry but they had the best time at mile zero they do those yeah. the mile zero festers know how to have a good time the rock islanders do too um and i think key western you know it's the first year of mile zero fest it wasn't it wasn't like it is now it was great and they and those fans did kind of immediately make a family but it does take time to build that and so we're in our seventh year with mile zero fest so it's a little bit more of like a solid family function you know yeah uh, i don't want to say it's a family friendly function sometimes though <laughs> but... rebecca's but, trucker hats <laughs> yeah uncle becca's inappropriate but... trucker hats if, and i'm just gonna say this right now uh if you have not ever looked at Uncle Becca's inappropriate trucker hats. Go do it now. It's Uncle Becca, B E K A H dot com. I will give her a plug. I'll give her a plug every time. Good. She actually used to live in Key West and worked here. Um, I know that. Well, and that's actually kind of the baby beginning of her business. Okay. She had this cap that I think, and she will correct me at some point when she hears this, but she had this cap that I think it was her grandfather's that said hoof arted. So it's H-O-O-F and then A-R-T-E-D. And she wore it to, she was a bartender at Salsa Loca when it was open. And she wore it to work all the time and people constantly tried to buy it. So she made some to keep behind the bar when someone wanted one and she would sell it. So that's kind of where Uncle Becca's Inappropriate Trucker Hat started. 
Um, I can't tell you what the rest of them say because Kelly has already told me to keep it clean. So. <laughs> it's so cool. We noticed them when we came in. I mean, such a cool idea. And so, I mean, good grief. Some of the sayings are so awesome. I know. Oh, Keith, yeah. Keith took people out on the sandbar trip and they were here for mile zero and they all had the hats yep. on. It was the yep. cutest picture out on the boat. Yep. Well, it wasn't cute because they were dirty, but <laughs> it was cute. <laughs> well, and for those of you who don't want something that's inappropriate, she can also... Um, you know, she can put your dog's face on a cap. Yeah. So that's yeah. cute. Too. Uh-oh, Lulu on a hat. She can G-rate mm. it. Yeah, man. yeah, she can do, she can put anything on a hat, really. Just ask her. She'll do it. Um, and she also, if anyone's listening in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, she has a uh, physical shop. I feel like I should send her a bill for this. I know. Um, she, has, she has a brick-and-mortar shop in Prosper, Texas. And um, it's great because she also does a lot more than just hats. She has, um, you know, she's got a lot of fun, unique gifts. If you have friends that have sense, if your friends have senses of humor, that's where you need to shop for them for gifts. If they don't have a sense of humor, don't shop there because they won't, they won't appreciate it. Do you just want to go ahead and read out her website? Uh, Yeah, it's (laughs) UncleBecca.com, B-E-K-A-H. I'm going to send her, when this goes live tomorrow, I'm sending it to her and saying, um, I'm going to send you my invoice. Yeah. yeah, maybe you know what? I get a Lulu hat out of it. You know, yeah. you know what it's going to cost her? It's going to cost her a nice share of our podcast. There you go. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, when she comes down, you should get her on the podcast because it's. I mean, she's got crazy stories about Key West. Um, she's just fantastic. She's also oh, I just, will. Also, yeah. just a really wonderful human being. She has family here still that live here. Um, she's just a hoot. Oh, well, good. You you tell her that we want her to be on, and then we will reach out to her. That'll be fun. I will let her know, and she'll, she would love to do it. She loves that stuff. So. Know, it'd take somebody from Key, have been in Key West to, to come up to with do ideas that. and feel like yeah. this will work, because certain <laughs> things don't work all over the world. No, yeah, she, she's fantastic, and she's also just a really good friend. So, But I should probably stick to the festivals. Or My boss is going li- to listen to this and say, I thought you were supposed to be talking about the festivals. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so... Now, the, you want to start telling us, let's start with the first festival. Let's say okay. what it is. And when it is. I don't know if you want to list all the bands or like the the. I'll just highlight headlines. it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, is So Rock, Rock Island Fest starts January 17th and goes to Saturday, January 20th. And your headliners are, or your bigger names are going to be Night Ranger, Mr. Big, Winger, Tom Kiefer, Don Felder. Brett Michaels, D. Snyder, Lou Graham, Jefferson Starship, Stone Temple Pilots, Buck Cherry Lit, and Bowling for Soup. Okay. Wow. I cannot even wait to see Buck Cherry. It gives me all the goosebumps in this world. Man, I'm so, I'm so, I'm stoked <laughs> about all of it, of course, because we've had Night Ranger before. We've had Winger before, um, and they're fantastic. We had Brett and D. the first year. They're amazing. I've I'm seen super, Brett. Great. I, I'm really excited about Tom Kiefer and Don Felder. Um, but Saturday, because of my age, I think is, you know, Stone Temple Pilots, Buck Cherry Lit and Bowling Pursuit. This is my day. Yeah, this is my day. <laughs> you know, I'm really excited about that day. Uh, it's going to be super great. Okay. And do you want to talk, I don't know if you want to talk about pricing and levels, or if you just want to explain what the levels are without the pricing, however you want to do it. Sure. So you can go, you can attend this festival numerous ways. But we'll break it down into two categories. You can come as and just purchase a pass. Um, I think we are sold out of, I know we're sold out of Diamond, which is our highest VIP. And I think Sapphire, 
we still have some left. Um, and then emerald and pearl. So pearl's basically your GA. So it starts, the pearl passes start at, I believe, let me see, $4.99. Yes, $4.99. That's a four-day pass. It includes your entry into all of the basic events. If you go VIP, one of the purchases, one of the preferences or pros, perks is VIP. You also get a private VIP party with a special artist performance. But you can also purchase a package that includes your lodging, which if you've never been to Key West before, really and truly, that's what I would suggest. You can call the box office and or you can even go online and purchase it. If you have questions, the box office is great. They know this island inside and out. Um, the perks of a package are you also get a live music sale. We send you out on a fury boat, catamaran with live music. Um free booze and free food. And that comes with your package um, along with $50 of rock cash at your, at the bar at the amphitheater. Oh, so there's, and I think we're also doing um, lineup t-shirts and koozie, like a merch pack with that. So there's a lot of perks to doing a package, especially if you're one of those that just doesn't want to have to deal with trying to look for someplace to stay. Mm -hmm. You can go online, you can, it's rock Island and there is no C in it. It's R O K I S L A N D fest.com now for for the can can anyone because it's like what is that four days or five days four days it's it's four days for the passes and then we have a kickoff party on tuesday night that you can purchase a separate ticket to if you just buy package if you just buy a pass but if you are a package holder you get free entry into the kickoff party on tuesday night okay so a question that i got asked a lot last year about rock island which i have absolutely no idea can like locals will ask me, Hey, can we just buy a one day pass to go see the day of shows they want? Is that even available? Okay. It is not available right now, but they do typically go on sale in November. And I think, I think we'll for sure have them available for rock Island, um, this year. Okay. We and hold out until November because if it sells out completely with four and five day passes, then we don't have the Absolutely. tickets to sell. The amphitheater in Key West with the Coffee Butler Amphitheater, which is, an, if you've been there, you know, is just one of an, one of the best venues in the country, in my mind, because it's it's big, but it's small. There's not a bad seat in the house, right? Correct. Um, you can be That's up on the back of the hill, and still, it's, it's amazing. Um, so we wait until we, you know, make to make sure that we're not over capacity because it is a limited capacity venue. And that's also what really makes all three of these festivals really special is when are you going to get the chance to see some of these artists with just 3000 other people, 3,500 other people. Yeah. I mean, you can almost smell their breath. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Like, and the way we have, and you can, if you go to any, any of the websites, you can actually find, I think it's under plan. Um, you can look at the maps and you can see the venue map. You can, we have it laid out. You can see what sections everybody's in when you purchase your ticket. So if you buy Emerald or Pearl Pass for Rock Island, you can get, you. I mean, you're not on the rail right up front, but you're maybe 10, 15 people back, depending on how smashed they are yeah. from the very front of the stage, if you want to be. And you can still get, even with just a general admission pass, you can still get 
very up close to these artists. We also have, you know, large video screens so that you can see the sweat beat off their face if you're standing in the back. Um, and it's great. We've got amazing staff of bartenders that, you know, make it fun and, and they, they keep track of you. Like they're going to recognize you if you come this year and then next year, they're going to be able to say hi. What's the girl's name? The bartender with the red hair. I know, you know, what I'm talking about, uh, that's Steph. Steph. Yeah. yeah. So She's she amazing. sees us around and she recognizes us and that's the first time we ever met her, you know? Yeah. So that was great. Oh yeah. Steph is, she's so good at, you know, she makes you drink once. She knows what your drink is. Yeah. She never forgot yeah. the whole time. Every festival, she never forgot. Make drink. You smile yeah. Too. yeah. She's wonderful. She's yeah. So she's happy. amazing. Bubbly. And we've, we've got, that's, you know, that's bar. That's not just in that bar. That's kind of in all of them. Every, we've got, so that's we've just got a really we're, amazing staff. Yeah, that's just where we were. So that's why we remembered her. But also, you know what I noticed, which is when people were asking me if you could buy a day pass, I noticed you guys are tricky and you put headliners on every day. So you get to see a great band every day just because I'm excited about Stone Temple. I mean, you know, like Lid or um, Buckcherry doesn't mean everyone is. And you put such great headliners and great bands every single day. So it's almost pointless to buy one day because there's so many great bands. For all yeah, but it's also great if, you know, if you just want to come see Brett Michaels and Dee Snyder, then you know you just purchased that day. So it's great. Yeah. 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 Okay, so when is the next one? So the next one is Mile Zero Fest. And Mile Zero Fest is a little bit, it's kind of the, A, it's the OG, it's our baby. Um, it's a, all of our passion projects because we've all been working with these artists and in this genre, which would technically be called Red Dirt Americana for years. Um, it's a little bit different than Rock Island and Key Western. Rock Island and Key Western have about 20 acts. Uh, Mile Zero Fest will end up with 60, over 60 acts. 60. Good. Um, there's been some years we've had close to 90, just depending on the year. Wow. Um, this Rock Island and Key Western really typically kicks off every night around five or six. Um, where, and it's just primarily at the amphitheater other than the VIP parties. And we also do some shows at the tuna during the day. Uh, mile zero fest kicks off about 10 30, 11 every morning at 10 stages all over town. What are and the then goes to the amphitheater at like five o'clock. Oh, and then what are the dates for mile zero? Mile zero fest is January the 23rd through the 27th. And I'll give you, I'm not going to list all these names. We've already announced about 50 names and we still have some more to announce. Uh, Randy Rogers, Morgan Wade, who is of course blowing up this year. Um, Shane Smith and the Saints. If you're a fan of Yellowstone, you not only saw them on Yellowstone, but um, they've played them several times. Um, Wade Bowen, Josh Abbott, uh, Band of Heathens, uh, a new up and coming band out of Alabama, which is one of my favorites. Uh, personal favorites, Red Clay Strays, Paul Thorne. Um, there's, and I know that a lot of people listening are going to be like, well, I've never heard of any of these people. Good. Um, go check them out. Yeah. Legitimately. Yeah. It's kind of a, it's most people would consider it country, but it's kind of a country rock. And then you've got some that are way more rock. Like we've got a band called Them Dirty Roses. They're a rock band, right? They're super rock. But then you've also got, um, Josh Ward, who's new this year, this will be his first year, and he's very country, very country. Cowboy hat, boots, the whole nine yards, dance hall, two-step music. And then you have some, like, Red Clay Strays is very soul music and R&B kind of, not R&B, but 
you know, really classic soul music and it's, it's amazing. Um, so it's kind of everything. You just, you just, you just kind of go and you find, you yeah. I promise you, you'll find your favorite artist. You'll find yeah, your new favorite artist. Wrong or right. Either way. These, yeah. these are th that, that festival, these guys and girls are not really Nashville. They, they went around Nashville and they're doing their own thing. Yeah. Most of them, um, most of them come from Texas and Oklahoma. Now mm -hmm. we are expanding like Red Clay Strays is from Alabama. Um, American Aquarium is from the Carolinas. Um, you know, we have some, you know, there's, there's bands coming from all over now. Lucas Jagno and the Roadshower from Louisiana, but it's a, it's this independent little music genre that started. And I say little, it's actually a billion dollar industry oh, in Texas and Oklahoma. And I think it's, that's what I was saying. I think because that's what amazed me is what I heard that last year, that this is not coming through Nashville. This is their own thing. No, most of these artists do not have major contracts. Um, they are producing their own music. They're paying for their studio time. They don't have, um, you know, big money behind them. They're making their money by hitting the road. A lot of them are going to play 200 to 250 dates a year. Wow which is a lot. Yeah. Um, when we first started Mile Zero Fest, it was really interesting because almost every artist was a fly-in artist. None of them toured down um, and brought a bus. And now, last year, I think we had like 11 buses. So... <laughs> and about this little old key to put them? Yeah, well, it just, it shows you how... Um, it shows you how much that genre has grown because now right. they can route tours <clears throat> to make their way down to Key West and then make their way out. Yeah. Um, you That's know, we have a, obviously our biggest uh, attendee base is from the Texas, Oklahoma area, but we have a lot of people from Florida that buy tickets. And then I think third would be in the Carolinas in that area. Um, it's really growing there. They're touring there a lot. And it's been really fun to see those artists get to, us help them by, you know, by doing Mile Zero Fest and, and spreading it. It's it's fun to see them, you know, it's it's a it's a much bigger genre now. You know, they, they, they have a much bigger range. It's not just a regional thing, you know. Right. I had two groups out on the boat different days, and one was Texas, and that's all they talked about. And then one was Oklahoma, and they were playing their music on my boat that day, and I didn't know much of it. But I got to liking it a whole a lot, and this was before the show, so it was pretty amazing to to, to see people in in love with the show so much. Yeah, they're they're the best fans. Um, I love hearing from artists after they've played Mile Zero Fest about three or four months after. I love talking to them and asking them how it's going, and they're like, "Oh my God, y'all are!" And Red Clay Stray says it all the time: "We're a cult," but it's the best <laughs> cult ever. Because they they will support these artists. They are the first ones to buy their new music. They will travel hours and hours to see their favorite artists. They're truly, oh. they're so much fun. And they're so good to us. They're so good to the people that run the festival. You know, we've gotten, I know that the box office has received them. I've received them, you know, flowers from guests saying, hey, thank you so much. Awesome. You know, yeah. messages saying, hey, when I'm in town, I want to I wanna buy you a drink or let me buy you breakfast or you know, just anything. They're amazing. They're just, they're the salt of the earth. They're the people that you want to hang out with. Absolutely. That's great. Well, then we have 
Key Western. I, this, I'm, this is the youngest of them, right? This yes, this is their baby. It is the this is its second year. It's January thirty first through February third. It's structured a lot like Rock Island. There is a Tuesday night that is included if you purchase a package, and you can buy separately if you just purchase a pass. It's kickoff party. Um, I would tell you where that kickoff party is going to be, but I don't have permission to announce that yet. All right. So there's you know go find us on Facebook and Instagram, and you'll find out soon. This lineup is, it's like a childhood dream to me. <laughs> me too. I mean, yeah. it's amazing. It's all women. Oh, yeah. Which I love. We've got me major too, girl power. I'm um, for all the guys like the girls too. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's going to be amazing. Why not a Judd? Hello. Jeez. I know. Wow. I just got goosebumps when you said that. Uh, Tanya Tucker, can we? Can we get an amen for Delta Dawn? Amen. You know, Joe D. Messina. Oh, holy crap. Sarah Evans, who we had last year. She's one of my personal favorites. Love it. Uh, Terry Clark, who's one of my dad's favorites. I love, love, love Terry Clark. Yeah. She's also so great. TikTok, and I love her TikTok page. Uh, Dina Carter. Again, I mean, yeah, she was there she last was year. Last she was great. Year. Get me a bottle of strawberry wine and let me yep. listen to that mm. song over and over again. You need to have that there for her like performance. <laughs> right. Um, Lori Morgan, yep. I am so stoked wow. about her. Um, I like I can't wait to hear I'm looking for something in red. That's one of my favorite oh, songs. My God. <laughs> me too. So good. Uh Pam Tillis and Susie Boggus, we've had them both last year. Susie and I Boggus will just I will they're so nice. They're both so genuinely down to earth and so incredibly sweet. Mm. Um, it really made my year that they were that nice because I've listened to them since I was a young child and for them to just be, Oh, Hey, how are you? You know, it's just, they're so great. Um, Jamie O'Neill, who's amazing. And Lily May, who is actually a younger act that's just starting. She's actually got a new album coming out soon. Oh, and then very we have cool. And then we have some more that we have not announced yet. And hopefully that announcement will be forthcoming soon. Wait, are um, these non-announced ones all going to be chicks as well? Yes. To my is knowledge. This, to my knowledge. I don't want to, I'm not going to say a hundred percent because I'm obviously not the one that books them, but it is to my knowledge. That is the, that is, that is the plan. And it, it should be a 100% female lineup this year. Was that, was that a plan or is that just how it happened? Um, it's, it's kind of how it happened. Um, okay. we, Kyle started booking and we had a lot of interest from the women in the scene. And then it was just like, well, look, we could actually pull this off. We could do an all female lineup. So let's do it. And look at that yeah. lineup. Oh, no. Yeah. You pulled I mean, it off. <laughs> like, how do you, I mean, that, those are some powerhouse women, those you know, huge, huge, like, it's it's going to be amazing. I think it's a great opportunity. I mean, I think obviously we want men and women alike to come, but I also think this is a great opportunity for you to get your girlfriends and have a girls trip, you know? I know. Oh, so <coughs> really cool. People like Deanna Carter is coming back. Like they had so much fun doing it that they're coming back to do it again. Yes, Pam and Susie. And you can even go on um, Key Western's Facebook page or even go to the YouTube page. And we had Pam and Susie, uh, a Mile Zero Fest artist by the name of Jamie Lynn Wilson, who is her not her unofficial moniker for Mile Zero Fest is the Queen of Mile Zero Fest because 
we kind of think she's cloned herself. She ends up on so many stages. <laughs> Cute. Um, she will, this isn't announced, so I hope I don't get in trouble for it, but I think she's going to be back to kind of help host some of the VIP stuff. But we sent her with a Jeep from Key West Adventures. So if you need a Jeep when you're in town, check them out. We love, we love, love Key West Adventures. Call me. I'll set you up with the Jeep. Yes, you can call Kelly. She will set you up with a Jeep. She'll take all the hassle out of it. Um, but we, they hook us up, hook, hook us up with a Jeep every year and we do Jeep karaoke. And so Pam and Susie and Jamie rode around town and did Jeep karaoke last year. And Aww. it's just, it's so much fun. And I think it's, I think it's really cool because you get to see a side of them that you, you know, you don't get to see when they're on stage because they're laughing and joking around and singing their favorite songs. So that's a lot of fun. We get to do a lot of extra stuff like that. My team, my content team does. Um, and it's, it's so much fun. And, and they're so, they were so gracious and so sweet to do that for us. So definitely go give that a watch because it's really funny. Hi. And Pam Tillis is just exquisite. She's just perfect. I know. I love her so much. I'm so excited to see her. Um, so the other really cool thing that you guys have that is like my, my dream to have one day for my business, but you guys have apps for each festival. We do. We have apps for each festival. Um, they're awesome. It, it, they're so good. You can build your own schedule, especially for Mile Zero Fest, because there's so many shows that are going on at the same time and competing with each other. Um, it's really great. You can build your own schedule and just look at what you've scheduled to do. Um, it has points of interest, hot spots all over town and things you can do, businesses that support us and that we support are on there. It has a GPS interactive map, so it's really easy to find your way around the island. Wow, that's um, once it'll have a ticket link on it. It'll also, you can go into your app and can, and register your wristband. Um, the other thing that we do that is really great is you can, once you get your wristband in, it's RFID'd. So you can attach, you can link your credit card or your bank account. Don't link your bank account, link a credit card. Just trust me. <laughs> um, to it. And you can, and when you're at the amphitheater, you can just scan your wristband to pay for your drinks. I remember we were at one of the one of the first shows. It was the at, kickoff party for at, Rock Island at the Twenty Four North, and I remember if you, you had that all set up. You just you use your wristband, and your drink yeah. went on, went automatically on your card. That's that was amazing. It is awesome. It's so great, and it's so it makes the bars run faster. You don't have to worry about change or running a credit card. It just it just goes. Um, another question that gets asked a lot, so I'm just going to answer it while I'm thinking about it. Is you can go in and out. So, you know, because of that, because of that wristband, you scan it to go in you, and you can go out and you can go back in. It's not one of those things where, you know, once you're in, you have to stay. Um, the other thing is, is that the amphitheater, instead of those really, I don't want to dog anyone, um, but instead of those really, you know, typical little porta potties that are disgusting. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, we don't have those porta potties. We have VIP potties that have. You know, All air over. conditioning and yep. are clean. They're trailers, um, so. but they're they're air conditioned. They're nice. Yeah, and also they were clean. I did not that's go into big. one that's dirty clean. one. And here's a here's a story that's probably not great to tell, but I'm going to tell it anyway. Oh, please tell it. Okay, so I was waiting in line forever to pee because I waited too long, and it, and it was my turn. The girl in front of me puked all over one of your trailers. <laughs> oh and my god, no! Instantly, someone was in there cleaning it up. 
I mean, yeah, or they were, would walk before I could go in, they were like, no, wait, yeah. cleaned everything up. It was taken, no complaints. They just cleaned it and left. And it was spick and span. I mean, those were the cleanest trailers for three festivals in a row. It was impressive. Yeah, because we do. That's the other thing. We literally go back to back to back. We go Tuesday through Saturday. We have Sunday. We quote unquote have Sunday and Monday off. Yeah, right. We don't really have Sunday and Monday off. We just don't have shows going on. Which over, um, over you. Yeah, and then another Tuesday through Saturday, and then another Tuesday through Saturday. Last year was the first year we did that, and um, it, it was a lot. We were all like, "Is this over yet?" Um, but you know, I also think it helped a lot of our staff because we all knew that it was three weeks. We took it a little bit easier on the going out to the late night shows or going mm -hmm. out to the bar with people afterwards. We all were very cautious because we knew we had three weeks. Especially after after doing it the first year and, and not doing it right. You definitely the second year, like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, so <laughs> it was, um, but, you know, I, we've been doing Mile Zero Fest now for, this will be our seventh year. I don't want to say that we are experts, but we, we've got it down. You know, we do, I think we do a pretty good job. I and think, I think our customers will tell you we do a great job. You yeah, did a great think, job. Think, that was amazing. I think it was really. It runs so smooth, especially coming in, you know, through the gates, all the way through. And then, you know, as you go through different levels, everything was just, and you know, what was really great, I mean, it was amazing food vendors, amazing vendors of all sorts. And then you had, you know, the, the food that, that, is, that goes out to the VIP and, and things like that. It, it was just Everything was great. I mean, from A to yeah. Z. And I've been to like a lot of festivals. Oh. You know, we're from D.C., Baltimore. I did the H.F. Festival every year. We did Tibetan Freedom. I mean, I've done multi-day concerts a lot. The uh, WMZQ Fest. We've done all yeah, of them. And this one went. Thirteen-year-old. And this one went so smooth. It was. The only problem I had was that we stayed out way too late and we had to get up early and work all day and then go back out the next day and stay out way too late again. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to apologize for that one. No, that's my fault. But it was, um, I it think wasn't it is, I think, you know, I think it comes from Kyle. Uh, honestly, Kyle's probably the best boss I've ever had. I, I mean, I don't, I Are probably will. Because he's going to hear this. No, I've told him that. <laughs> I mean, I will admit to it um, in front of him, although I hate to give him that. But he is, and we, you know, we all just kind of live by the motto, what's best for fest, you know, when we're questioning what we should do, or if there's something that comes up and it's like, okay, what well, you know, A or B, it's like, well, what's best for fest and everybody in their own little, in, in their individual departments, when they have a decision to make, even if it's maybe not something that I would, I want, is it what's best for fest? Well, then that's what we're going to do. Um, and we, you know, Kyle has strived from the beginning. He wanted the attendees and the artists to both be the priority. Excuse me for a second while I cough. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're fine. The, and the artists are, you know, we try to make the artists feel comfortable. Um, because when they're comfortable and they're having a good time, then the attendees having a good time. Sure. They, they, um, it, it flows. Yeah, everything flows. With, and with, we, you know, we've, um, this year, new to, I think, the Mile Zero Fest app this year. We've, we've had it before, but it's been a little hard to find. And I, I think it's going to be like a main button on the menu. So if it's not, don't hold me to that. But it is my <laughs> understanding that we're going to have a button that is, that's like, that basically says, talk to us. And you're going to be able to leave a review. 
And that immediately goes to our staff members. So if for some reason somebody's not there at the porta potty when someone vomits, um, you can you can say, <laughs> hey, clean up on all five, right? Right. But the other thing about it is that if you're there and there's something wrong or you see something like that, you just have to walk maybe five or ten steps and find a volunteer or find somebody with a staff shirt on and tell them and we're gonna take care of it. Yeah. Um, it, it was so, it's very smooth. It's good. Yeah, we try really hard to 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 make it that way. It's I think at the end of every year we all look around and go, Oh my God, we don't know how we pull that off. <laughs> oh, you guys do it very well, seamless. And you would think all of it's been going on for a hundred years. Well, and and that's a that's a oh, great compliment. Thank you. I, I really appreciate that. We all do. And you know, to shout out some of our local people, you know, the food in the VIP tent in for Miles Zero Fest in Key Western in the Platinum Tent. And then for Rock in the Diamond Tent, that's Catered Affairs, Bill Lay, and that group. And they do an amazing job. Um, we've got local food vendors. We've also got um, some that come from out of state. We've got local, um, you know, trinket and, and retail retail vendors. You know, obviously we talked about Uncle Berka, Cocky Key West, which is the local brand, locally owned brand is there. Uh, Coco's Monkey is there. You know, we really do try to involve and keep the locals in mind and use local companies when we can. I love that. Also shout out to booze bandage. That's one of your people too. Yes. <laughs> booze bandage. And of course, Ivy and the keys who keep yep. us all healthy. Yep. Um, I think, I, I don't know that I think every single staff member probably gets at least one <laughs> IV at some point. Definitely. So we've got to thank Danette for that. She keeps us all healthy. Great. Um, and then JL Jameson, you know, um, Jimmy Buffett's crew, you know, Jimmy, um, unfortunately he's passed away. And so I know this has been a really tough week for them and we love them. Um, but they're our stage crew and they are, I don't, I mean, I'm sorry. I've been to a lot of festivals and I've been to a lot of shows, but there's not a better crew out there. There's that's, just not. That's great. That's nice. I just saw yeah. they're trying to do a, cause apparently, you know, you had a album that hadn't been released and, uh, it seems like they're going to do some kind of festival with the, uh, reaver band and the new album. Aww. I just saw oh, that's awesome. Under the Parrothead app. So, yeah. So, I, you know, look for that next year. I'm trying to get all subject <laughs> here. but Well, no, <laughs> hey, music, we're on subject. It's music, right? And it's especially yeah. important music, music that's important to this island. Um, during COVID, a bunch of the Malzero Fest artists started this sequestered songwriters thing where you could follow them on Facebook. They would go live and then they would send you to another artist and they yeah. would go live and they would pick an artist to kind of tribute every every week yeah, we, uh, well we saw that we, we saw a few of them yeah, jesse it. rice was doing it and things like that yeah so um they actually we brought that show to uh mile zero fest and they did it on the beach for a couple of years and one of the years that the artist was jimmy buffett so uh, we've had a lot of the mile zero festers uh, fans ask if we're doing a tribute show to jimmy um, you know i'm not gonna say whether we are or not at this point right. yeah um because obviously we have had not planned on that so we'd have to see but um you know he was a huge musical influence to a lot of our artists, especially Mal Zero Fest. So, yeah. many. So, so, many. so you know, it is it is pertinent and you know, especially for our some of our staff members, that's a that's a really hard that's gonna be a really tough loss for them and, and we love them and we support them and you know, we just we hope they know that. Created so much that this island uh, feeds off of not just this island though, and all over. I mean, I, yeah. I follow so many. I follow a lot of ours, especially ones that we've met, and they're just you know the reason they are doing music is 
from listening to him. Their style of music, especially, came from Jimmy's way of life. Yep. You know, I, I don't know anybody that wouldn't have loved to live the life that guy lived. No doubt. Oh, right. You know, I mean, wow. I had lunch with uh, with a woman today who's who's lived here for forty years and is is um, a publicist on the island. And, you know, she worked for him back in the day and she, you know, told me a couple stories and it's just amazing. You know, there's, Goosebumps. but, the, but this, but the thing that I think a lot of people that maybe don't know about Key West, about, about Key West is everybody knows Hemingway, right? Like everybody right. knows Hemingway was here. Everybody knows Jimmy Buffett was here, but do they also know that Shel Silverstein lived here and, you know, that there's all of these artists and these songwriters and, you know, writers and painters and everything. This has just really been uh you know a safe haven for artists for years yeah. and artists of all different kinds so i encourage everyone to come you know when they come to key west even mile zero fest which they're busy all day with music to take some time and you know take a tour around key west because it's amazing um the tourist development council does a great job of getting the word out and and they are the ones that you know mile zero fest rock island and key western fest are all brought to you in part by the Tourist Development Council of, you know, of Key West. So go out and see Hemingway's house. Go to the Truman Lighthouse, the, to the Truman White House. Um, so when you're, you know, if you're coming and visiting, even if you're not coming for our festivals, make sure and look into the history of the island and, and oh, go visit some of those things. Because it's really just being here three years, it's really been one of my favorite things to, to do is learn more about the history of the island. It, it never ends. No, yeah. you can't learn it all, believe me. And I, and I'm, I love the history of this island. And I, I, when I dig into something like Hemingway or anything like that, it's such cool stuff, you know, cause sometimes it rubs what I've done in the past, you know, in, in cars and, you know, the, the reason Hemingway came here was to pick up a, a Ford downtown that he came in on a ferry, you know, to, to pick up. And the reason he wrote farewell to arms was because his, Ford didn't get here in time, so they put him up in the hotel above the Ford dealership, and he wrote Farewell to Arms right there, sitting here in Key West, and made him fall in love with Key West. So, I mean, it just keeps going on, you know. Yeah, it's amazing. One thing we started doing last year is we sent Drew Kennedy, who is an amazing singer-songwriter. Um, he's had, I think he said 65, I think we're at 65 now, close to 70 songs recorded by other artists, and then he has his own career. We sent him during Mile Zero Fest with a cameraman to Hemingway's house. And he basically, you know, we filmed a tour of the Hemingway home. Uh, um, and it was, it's so good. You can find it on YouTube. You can find it on the Mile Zero Fest page. Um, it was supposed to just be like a little two minute video. And I think it's like seven or eight minutes. I don't know how long it is. Because Drew was so good. You know, he had done his research. And so this year we're going to, we're going to try to take him to uh, the Truman White House and uh and tour it and do the same kind of thing because we you know as a festival and as a production company we're very thankful to be here on the island and you know i mean i hear it all the time from every single one of my friends like god i'd love to have your job you know you get to live in paradise and i get to live in paradise and listen to music all the time that's what i do you do have a dream job i do i have a very (laughs) i i it's a dream job and i love it but you know part of our you know, part of our business, we couldn't do that if Key West wasn't what Key West is. Yeah, definitely. And we really try to give back every night at the amphitheater, um, in any festival before the headliner goes on, you're going to see Kyle get out on stage and Katie Dale 
or Brandy or someone, and we auction off a guitar, a signed guitar every night. They go and for that, a lot of money. Yeah, they go for a lot. We had one go for $50,000 last year. Yeah, yep. a lot of money. I watched that one. And that goes to charity, and it goes to um, the Michelle Halpern Foundation. It goes to the Key West Wildlife Center. It, go, you know, it goes to the Florida Keys SBCA because we are dog and cat- kitty lovers. Very good. I love um, the Key West Civic Association. You know, we try to give back to the community that we are blessed to live and work in as much as we can. Um, and I, I think that's important. Very important. So, we also have a fishing derby that um, in during Mile Zero Fest that you can, even if you're not, even if you're just local and you don't want to come to Mile Zero Fest, pay attention because in December we'll release tickets to the fishing derby and you can compete in the fishing derby and you don't even have to have a festival pass. Oh. Cool stuff. Oh, man. that's fun. And that goes to charity as well. Oh, that's great. All right. I'm going to ask you a question. You don't have to answer it, but I really want you to. Uh, okay. Okay. So can you give us, out of all the festivals that you've done here in Key West, can you give us one thing that happened that would be a good, fun, juicy story? Oh. <laughs> that you're allowed to tell us. I get it. I know you have um, some, But is there anything you could tell us that's, like, fun for people to listen to? Oh, man, I could get in so much trouble. Don't get in trouble. I don't want you to say anything. No, no trouble. Um, Sorry to put you on the spot. I just yeah. thought that was, you should have warned me about that one. So I could have thought of one that I could that say. Might have been a good idea. I think <laughs> um, you know, there's a lot of juicy stories. Um, and most of them involve um, artists. Then I would never no. you know that's part of the code is that you don't out them. I can say that in the years that we've done this, there have been some, there have been some times where maybe we've had to, you know, um, go get someone in the middle of the night because they might get in trouble or you know, yeah. they, might, they might have had a little too much fun. What about um, a fun story that's not juicy and won't get anybody in trouble? Like what's yeah, your favorite stories? I mean, I think honestly, probably one of my favorite stories here lately is um, Kyle Carter, our owner and our, my boss used to, was, was a singer and a songwriter. And, um, every night at the amphitheater post COVID, we have these kind of curated after parties where it's like 20 artists on stage off and on. And they and they pick a theme, like we've done eighties country and, you know, different things like that. Nineties country. And he and his old band, the, you know, the guys that he used to play with, decided to surprise everyone and do a song. Well, Kyle has an alter ego named Cal Hawk. And I've heard <laughs> Cal Hawk sing, but I've not heard Kyle Carter sing. And most of the artists had not either. And I was standing backstage with them and he was on. And it was so much fun to watch these artists that know Kyle and have become friends with him. And they've been here every year. They were so nervous for him because they didn't know if he could sing or not. They'd never heard him. <laughs> and so... He belts, he starts it out. And the not only the artists that I was standing there with, but even our attendees just went nuts because he was so good. It was like, wow. what? This guy can sing? Oh my God. Awesome. I didn't- um, so that's kind of been when we can surprise them, when we can surprise people with stuff. That's that's kind of my that's that's my fun thing. That's yeah. that's when it's fun. Surprise people who've probably seen everything. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. And that's you know there's so many 
so many memories over the years that I have a hard time separating them to what year it's happened. And um, if you're really, really, really curious and you want to see some some behind the scenes stuff, um, you know, you can Google Mile Zero Fest on YouTube and find one of our videographers for a couple of years made some behind the scenes vlogs. And they're pretty entertaining. Um, you'll see, you know, they're, um, they make, they kind of pick on me quite a bit. Cause I'm the, that's, you know, that's my, my, it's, it's the festival's team, but that's the team that I work with. Um, so it's a lot of fun, but there's, you know, we've had a guy, we had a guy for like two years in a row that would show up in a chicken suit, <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> We had um, you asked me. We had to make a rule that no couches are allowed in the amphitheater because we turned around one night and we don't know how it happened, but someone managed to sneak a whole couch into the platinum section. <laughs> wow! You know, like how did that get past security? I don't know. No uh, that <laughs> yeah. was bad job. Yeah. So, so it literally, you know, in the FAQs, it's like no couches are allowed, and I mean you know. that is the most random thing. <laughs> yeah, when, and it, it made me realize when you see these weird rules from places, it's because it's happened. Oh, definitely. You know? yeah, yeah, I have some of them on the boat. And they, they get named after the people that it happened from. I know. From. Anytime yeah. he names his new rule after them. <laughs> the, the couch is hilarious. We sent, um, year one, we sent a band named Mike and the Moon Pies, which they're amazing. Mike Carmeyer is, he started wearing track suits every year and so now half the fans show up on track suits the day that he's, <laughs> that he's playing uh we sent him out into the crowd the first year and he's a little bitty dude he's just as cute as button he'll love that i said that um <laughs> we sent him out into the crowd with an inflatable taco and you know put it out on social media like if you find him he's got prizes find him find the guy so we do fun stuff like that all the time um you know, you just really kind of have to pay attention to our socials and we'll try to do some cool stuff like that. Perfect. Are there anything, any websites you want to shout out? The podcast will, it'll automatically cut off in about four minutes. Okay. <laughs> uh, Mile Zero Fest. It's M-I-L-E, the numeral zero fest.com. Key Western Fest, K, you know, just as it's spelled, .com. And Rock Island, R-O-K-I-S-L-A-N-D, fest.com. And that was just a tip for everybody. Oh, just the tip. That's our, that's what just we the tip. <laughs> just a, just a helpful hint, a helpful tip for you. Yeah. That's right. And we'll put all the, um, the three websites in the show notes, but awesome. also remember that you guys can download the app for each show. Yes. They, if you download the apps right now, they will be last year's schedules, which is great because you can kind of see how it went last year. Oh. We, we update those in December. Okay, so the app that they have will automatically update when you guys update. It should update automatically. If it doesn't, you just kind of have to, you know, go in and, and update uh -huh. it. But they should automatically update. Okay. All right. We have them on our phones already. So. Yes, we do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, guys. I really appreciate Thanks it. Thank you so on. much for coming on. We appreciate it. A lot of great it. information that everybody's going to love. Yeah, much more information than we had, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it is my job, so I better do it well, right? Yeah. You do. A I've got to do something job. to keep that perfect job in paradise. You, you do. Know. You know, everybody's gonna be coming after it soon, so you better watch it. Yeah, y'all stay away from my job. Don't be, <laughs> don't be knocking on that door. That's right. All right. All well, right. thank you so much for thank coming on. Thanks, thank guys. I appreciate it. All right. Bye, -bye. bye. Bye. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening, Kimberly. I wish you all the success and everything, but you already are a success. So. Good job, you guys, on putting on these festivals, and we can't wait to check them out this year.
Peace. Y'all have a good week. Bye.